You are listening to Three Kitchens, a member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. Join your hosts, Aaron Walker, Heather Dyer, and Sarah Somasundaram for some good old home cooking. At ATB, we make banking work for you. With expert and practical advice in everyday banking and investment planning expertise and management services with ATB Wealth, you can be confident that you're making smart choices when it comes to your money. We have a history of doing what's right for our clients, especially when times are tough, because ATB was built to help all burdens. For more information, visit atb.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Sarah. I'm hosting uh, this episode today. Hello, Sarah. So I think we're all uh, feeling it. <laughs> we are. Yeah, we're uh, discussing that. Panic is setting in. <laughs> Christmas. Christmas is upon us. I always like enjoying the season. I hate all the prep up towards it. Oh. Yeah. You feel like you've got to deliver something to everyone. Yeah. And it's going to be perfect. I just, sure. I want the... This year, I just want to do stuff for the kids. And so I have totally neglected thinking about anybody else in my family. <laughs> yeah. So I've yeah. only really put thought and effort into the kids stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And they're I the guess. easiest to please out of the bunch. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Sarah, what are you cooking for us? We should what talk am about I some cooking? Food. What am I cooking? You've been keeping <laughs> us like in the dark. It's not. Yeah. I feel like the anticipation is so great that yeah I think I'm, this might be like a wah, wah, because <laughs> your anticipation is so high right now and this is actually a very basic uh, recipe basic. basic I don't think so we all know <laughs> it Sarah. never is she says that and it's so simple but there's just 25 more steps and do it to taste okay there whisk great. till your Whisk till your arm falls off. And don't you talk? <laughs> hey, I don't pretend it's easy though. I tell you about my pain and that this was an awful idea. <laughs> okay, we're cooking something called roti john, and uh, it's a really simple dish. And my dad used to love this dish. It is a really simple dish. <laughs> you can make it complicated if you'd like. Um, and it's uh, from Singapore, Malaysia. Singapore and Malaysian recipes are not something that, uh, I mean, we love. We love that food, but that's another, I don't want to say complicated bunch of recipes, but it's very specialized. But this one, anyone can make, Roti John. And don't give me funny looks when I say anyone can make it, because anyone can make it. <laughs> I promise you. And... Um, it's not something that I ate a lot of, but my dad and I would go to the store and I would pick something else on the menu and he would get the roti john. It's basically an English egg baguette, but it's got an Indian flair. Egg baguette? Like a baguette with egg in it? What are you talking about? I don't know what you mean. Egg baguette. Yeah. With a Indian egg flair. on a baguette, basically. Like an oh. omelette on a baguette. Oh. But it's got like an Indian, Indian sort of flair to it and you'll see what I mean because I had to call a friend of mine for this because I I have not had this since I was a kid 
Okay. And I couldn't quite remember what was authentic, like which which recipe on uh, Google would be authentic. So I had to call in a favor with a friend of mine, uh, Paul, very good, very, very good cook. He's someone who's uh, taught me a lot about cooking. He's at a restaurant himself, very successful one. Okay. But uh, let's go hear some more about uh, the roti john. All right. Okay. Hello, Paul Keller. Hello. Greetings from Singapore. Sunny Singapore. Sunny, good food Singapore. Right. The one Thanks. thing that you don't mess with with Singaporeans is food. Agree, I agree. You had a restaurant. Called Blue Box Cafe. Blue Box Cafe. I heard some great things about the place. Um, fried chicken burgers. That's right. I had chicken waffles, of course, naturally, because I already have chicken, right? That's the best way to have it. Yeah, and you served it with, uh, sometimes with the Singaporean flair with the Hainanese chicken rice, which for That's you right. listeners right. is a chicken flavored rice. It is yeah. so good. Yeah, it's heavenly. And, it is uh, fatty, but it's great. Yeah. It's good fat, <laughs> just good fat. <laughs> That's how I justify things, Paul. And then get really stretchy pants. <laughs> so listen, I was sitting here and watching Facebook videos, and one of them was best sandwiches around the world. All of a sudden, it pulls up Singapore, Malaysia, roti mm-hmm. john. And I'm like, I forgot all about this dish. My dad used to love roti john. And then I was like, I'm going to contact Paul because Paul would know which recipe would be the most authentic. And if he had any <laughs> variations on it, oh, he yeah. would know what to do. You had a little backstory on why it is called Roti John. It started during the British occupation in Singapore. And some guy had set up a stall near the mm-hmm. base. So mm-hmm. the soldiers would come and eat. So I don't know who called whom John. But there's two sides to this story. saying right. that the British soldiers, they were called Johns by the locals. Because a Caucasian male and like the most commonly used name is John. Right. John Doe, John Wick. <laughs> Another version of the story, it says that it's the soldiers who call the locals Johns because they had trouble pronouncing their names. Right. So therefore, a sandwich, a roti made for them, something to suit their palate. This is how talking about the late 60s that it carried on. You know, a lot of people have laid claim to the roti John. Yeah. Well, it's my grandpa that started it. <laughs> His name was John. <laughs> No, I'm joking. <laughs> Don't start rumors. Roti John's, it's like a blank canvas. Add more stuff, jazz it up. Can go wrong. Okay, roti is an Asian word. Bread. Bread, right? yeah. Yeah, even the Jamaicans use it too, roti. Right. We always think it as flatbread here. No. It's any kind of bread, isn't it? Any kind of bread is a roti. And in this case, it's baguette. The baguette is sliced lengthwise, so you get two flat sides. Right. I'm, th- I'm thinking even a focaccia would work. Smart. As okay. long as you got that crust, right. get that crunch. You, you beat eggs, chop some onions, chili peppers, salt, pepper. There's just two ways of doing it. Mm-hmm. What you get in the stalls is they would beat this egg mixture up mm-hmm. and then they would pour it on the flat pan. Like a griddle. Or mm-hmm. a skillet, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they would place the bread on top. Of it. The way I would do it is I would spread the egg mixture on the mm-hmm. bread first. It's not really soaked up like as you would a french toast just want to get that surface wet with that egg mixture so do you You fry up the onions and the chilies before or do you mix it all into the egg first 
can, but you don't need to until it's cooked. And then you flip it over and fry the crusty side. That's a little bit just to get the browning. The extra juice. Yeah, it's juice. <laughs> yes. But then some people put meat in this. I spoke to you about how it's done traditionally without the meat. As time went on, this dish evolved. The inclusion of minced mutton or lamb, the red meat. But this cannot be raw. Right, right. You got to cook that first before you put it into the yeah, egg mixture. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to get sick, guys. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to get sick. You know, so it's minced meat. You're going to add coriander powder, some turmeric powder, oh, okay. salt, pepper. So you get that flavor. Once you cook this, you just got to beat the meat in it, as bad as it sounds. <laughs> Don't worry. We <laughs> So you beat the meat in the mixture. <laughs> you add that on and add right. to the bread. And then same principle. The idea here is you got to make sure there's enough egg to cover this thing. That's so right. okay. although you, you could see bits of the ingredients in it, there should be enough egg covering right. it, almost like an omelet. So you, so you take it out and, and traditionally... It's served with ketchup, but over time, uh, they have included mayonnaise as well. And they tend to overdo it, like mm-hmm. they drench the entire... Oh, okay, yeah. It's it too takes, much. So overkill. It, yeah, it's too much. Yeah, overkill. You take, your roti john should be good enough to eat on its own, right? The, the sauce that is traditionally served with mm-hmm. is a mixture of ketchup, chili sauce, mm-hmm. and some vinegar. When you say sweet. chili sauce, um, what you mean is that sweet Thai chili sauce, right? Yeah, almost like a Thai. Sorry, thai is a little that. sweeter than our Singaporean really? version, yeah. but I think here it, it's the Thai one is very popular. It worked fine as well. It is a very simple dish. Paul has explained what the basic stuff is to go into it, but really you can do whatever you want to make it your version of the roti john. So any tips? Sardines are not on the table because one of my co-hosts does not like sardines. You could use tuna. Sure, use so tuna, tuna is could... not on the table as the same person oh, okay. doesn't like sardines, doesn't like tuna. <laughs> the other common meat that's used in it is chicken. This sounds a little too exquisite for Calgary because we don't have fresh seafood here, but you had suggested crab meat. So what I was suggesting to you, making it more seafood friendly, you can buy those uh, canned crab, right? It's already cooked, it's already processed and use the same, the base, which is eggs, onions, chili peppers. You can dice some uh, tomatoes really fine in it. Same thing, crack some peppers, salt, and then add this crab on. Yeah, beat the meat. Uh, beat the crab meat. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could dress it differently. You know? Right. Uh, you could use dill, squeeze some uh, lemon. Okay. Instead of using the traditional mixture, you could use tartar sauce instead. Perfect. I used to cut the bread into slices as you would a uh, Italian dish. A bruschetta. Bruschetta, yeah, yeah. That would give you a bit, like, you know, a more bite size. And this time you would cook both sides of both the, sides. the white part of the bread, yeah, the yeah. bread so not the crust. That would actually go well with the crab meat. It would go with crab meat, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost yeah, like, it a little, or, like a little crab cake or an hors d'oeuvre on a baguette. Yeah, yeah we're getting some good ideas, Paul. Or add something new to it. Right, it's right. always the same stuff, you know, and the same drenching of uh, the sauces. And right. Even adding tomatoes is not actually my idea. I got it from a, a guy who mm-hmm. actually served his roti john by adding tomatoes and, and, and he told me this eat my roti john is special you know yeah. because i add tomatoes look and then he diced up uh, <laughs> the tomato fresh just prove it to you look, look i am beating it into the meat as well <laughs> now he's beating tomatoes oh my <laughs> 
possibilities. Possibilities are endless, right? Endless, it's- yes. But nobody takes it to the next level. Nobody thinks of making a vegetarian version of it, maybe with the egg white and a less sinful version. Not, of not it. egg white. No, well, that's going to that work. Oh, I can, I can get on board with that. <laughs> no, I mean, I can get on board with vegetarian. That's as far as I go. Try a few variations of it. It, it just kind of reminds me of, of the time when you were trying to perfect your Jamaican patty, which I, I can't wait for people to try it. You were trying to do something with the crust. I remember that morning, it was your night. Yeah. I was actually making the crust here and taking pictures. And I'm like, I think you got to do it this <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I remember, yes. Well, for anyone who knows Paul, you know, he's, he's starting a, a new chapter. I know that it's going to involve food. And I know it's going to involve success. Stay tuned next week. Stay tuned. (laughs) (laughs) I'm moving to North America. Initially, we we were in Jersey for four years. We're moving back. So, yeah, you're moving to Colorado. So it's really close to us. That's what you tell me. I'm getting excited for them hang out so you just like you get on the rocky mountains and then you just walk down the road <laughs> <laughs> my idea is to rework the cafe over there yeah the box cafe and i would like to do more asian fusions i would love to see there. that and i would love to see indian influence in that south indian especially yeah, especially so underrated and underrepresented and so damn good it's just not convenient for people and i think it needs to be shown that it can be convenient yeah and the best person to do it is is you you. (laughs) (laughs) no you (laughs) i'm going to try to make roti john the traditional way and then i'm gonna make it the paul way the chef paul way good luck with your move paul good luck with your new uh endeavors like i really look forward to you guys living closer to us thank you sarah for having me and listening to my venture i hope i was some help always thank you paul Mm -hmm. one of the things that he had mentioned was traditionally it was a vegetarian dish right when it started Mm -hmm. Uh, but so what makes it have this indian flair or the south indian flair Mm -hmm. is the uh, chilies that you put into it so when you go when you get invited to an east indian family's house for dinner i don't know how this is done there are like over 10 dishes laid out on the table and Mm. one of the things that usually is on the table is an omelet and the omelet always has green or red chilies in it and it changes the flavor of it Um, and it's like something that when I have it with those chilies I actually takes me back to that memory of oh this is like an Indian omelet because that is always like the characteristic of an omelet served by an East Indian family. Hmm. Do you know, do you have any uh, contacts like families out there who want to invite us to dinner? No. I would love invites me over for dinner. (laughs) I really would like that. Mm -hmm. 10 dishes. 10 dishes. The house is clean and they've got big smiles on their faces. And I'm like, how? Quite incredible. Quite incredible. (laughs) (laughs) So I am, of course, you know, a big meat lover. So my traditional... When I said I was going to do the original recipe, I am going to use meat in it. I think I'm going to use lamb. And yes, it's been bought. (laughs) It's in my freezer. (laughs) Can I just say, since we started doing this, Mm -hmm. my lamb intake has increased greatly. And that has increased my happiness in life because I love lamb. But it was never something that I would, I don't know, I wasn't sourcing it. I wasn't getting it. I wasn't eating it enough. Right. Now I eat lamb way more and I love it. It is a beautiful thing. (laughs) I love it so much. Yeah. (laughs) 
it's a nice alternative to beef, right? Like I, I, you know, it's not just one kind of red meat that you're eating all the time. It's something different. It's got a distinct flavor and, um, but you can make this with whatever red meat, as you said, or chicken or sardines or tuna. <laughs> Heather's like, no. <laughs> and, um, the other thing he did mention also was that cheese is on the table for this one. So you can put cheese. That's been something mm. that is done in Singapore now when they're trying to kind of introduce new kind of flavors and combinations for roti johns. Okay. I don't know if I want to do cheese. I'm not sure. Just because I want to keep this, no matter where I go with this, I want to keep this like I want to have an Indian flair to this mm -hmm. either way. Mm -hmm. What happens here is I'm getting that lamb baguette, the lamb egg one, roti john, and then I am going to do Paul's idea with the crab. Mm. But where I take it, mm -hmm. I'm not completely sure as yet. Ooh. As yet. So it's just going to come out of whatever inspires you when you walk into the kitchen that day. That's it. Oh, <laughs> I, think I love it. I'm down to that. I think it's going to come down to that. And uh, see, it's just a simple recipe. You just have to go into the kitchen and make what inspires you that day. <laughs> yes. I, I, for one, appreciate that she's kind of winging it because I you love know, that. that speaks to me. It yeah. speaks to my heart. You know, <laughs> I've started winging I it love more. That. Thank yeah. you, Heather, for your positive winging it. MacGyver. MacGyver. It's amazing what you can pull out of. I was going to say. say your ass, but it's nicer <laughs> in the kitchen to say the air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe pulling food out of your ass isn't yeah, the greatest the expression kitchen, no. to be using on a cooking podcast. The pantry. No. I've kind of, there have been times when I've had just a few ingredients out and I've said, I'm not thinking about what I'm cooking until I walk in the kitchen. And of course that makes my family really upset because my kids are like, what's for dinner? And my husband's, what are you making with this? And I'm like, mm. I don't know yet. Food, dinner. And then I walk in there and just kind of like, Da, 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 da. And it's really See, cool what you can make. The difference between you and I <laughs> is that you have planned that you're going to wing it. <laughs> I, I literally have forgotten to think about dinner until it's 4.30 and I'm like, shit, I need to feed people. <laughs> what have I got? And what can I do with it? And it's like a mad panic. You're just like, this is going to be fun. I'm going to come up with something and I've taken things out and I've got like... So how do you do to wing it? <laughs> when you do something like that, how do you defrost your meat in time? Well, uh, like if I haven't actually taken no something, answer. eat panic. She just puts her panicked hand no, no. on the meat and it just melts. There's a couple <laughs> of sits on. things. Sometimes, depending what it sits on it. Oh my God. What am I, a chicken? Um, oh, we're talking about asses, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> true enough. True enough, Sarah. This is going okay. so far off the rails from the roti, John. It's amazing. Um, Sometimes things can go in the instant pot. Uh, you okay. can thaw, like you can go from rock hard frozen chicken breasts or thighs to like shredded chicken in 20 minutes. Mm. So pressure cooker, you put the pressure cooker. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The instant, okay. Like pressure cooker can cook things really from frozen really fast. Mm -hmm. Or I'll do, if I absolutely haven't taken anything out, I'll take out fish because it thaws fairly right. quickly. Mm. That's when we have fish. Cause I'm like, oh, oops, I didn't plan. And you know, something bigger is not going to thaw. Okay. So, so yes, I do plan my wing it day. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot totally escape the nope. planner in me, yes. but I used to never even have a wing it day. So, I mean, baby She's steps, evolved. Heather. My work here is done. <laughs>
I have, I have somehow <laughs> had some and continuing and continuing and continuing. And my next job will be eating roti john because I am all yeah. over this. I love the idea yeah. of this. I really so like the idea that it is really supposed to get crispy on mm. sides. Yes. Yeah. So, and then just with his crab version or ideas of the crab uh, roti john. Are you going to be using crab crab or you know how you can get like the imitation crab and it's actually no, I'm not what, using pollock? the imitation. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. So actual stuff. crab. Um, I'm going to try to look for a canned crab. I, I. Oh, you can buy it. Never sure. have. Okay, good. Perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good. We used to stuff mushroom caps with it. It's really tasty. Okay. I, I do want to also have like a little bit of an Indian flair to that because I just want to keep this like, mm-hmm. okay, so it's got that Western and the Indian sort of meld. Mm-hmm. Right? So I feel like the spice pantry is going to come into this. Yes, yeah. but I want to keep it simple so mm-hmm. that people don't have to go to specialty stores and start. Famous um, last words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i hope no i i hope you do because i really want to make this li- i already yeah. know that i'm going to want to make this so i hope yeah. you keep it simple enough yeah. for those of us who want to recreate the, the other thing that i did want to say from memory is that when my dad used to get the roti john uh wherever we got it from they used to have something it was like a curry like a lack of a better word to describe it, it was like a curry au jus so it's like a watery curry dip. Mm. Um, and the reason why these places had them was there were many different sort of um, uh, things on the menu that you would dip into these, this curry au jus, right? So it would be like mm. a roti called prata and murtabak and roti john. So, oh, that sounds delicious. Like, yeah. like you could dip your beef dip. You know, That's your right. Big mm. beef dip sandwich into it. That would be yeah. so good. And that was a really fantastic mm. uh, kind of extra I'm quite curious to see how this this egg on the bread frying Mm -hmm. thing goes just based on because the first thing I did after listening to you and Paul talk was look at some pictures Mm -hmm. because yeah I think I'm going to want to make this too stop putting me down for saying simple but it's kind of (laughs) right I mean it's on a griddle it's egg it's whatever you want to put in it that's what he said in the end it's whatever you want to put in it right I mean you can make it as simple or complicated um, as you want, but the two ingredients that have to go into that egg outside of salt and pepper are onions and chili peppers. Right. So, and so what recipe are you using to make your baguette? So I have looked at a whole bunch of recipes and I'm not sure. You're making your own baguette? No, I'm not. Oh, you. <laughs> I didn't get that. <laughs> she fooled me. <laughs> I was like, wait a sec. Hey, no, you could. I'm you could. my own baguette. Come on. If it's so simple, no. <laughs> you have time yeah. to bake a baguette. I have time to bake. It's not Christmas season or anything. You've got time. Well, it's not the last like you, time you guys to... baked a baguette. Not like you have a puppy and a house guest and a yeah <laughs> and a holiday that is the be all end all of the year. <laughs> and the fact that I don't know how to bake a baguette, <laughs> no idea. <laughs> it's simple, I'm sure. It's a really I'm simple sure. recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Okay, sorry, Sarah. I'm sorry. I I had to. That's okay. That was good. (laughs) A good pep me up this morning. (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, okay. I will uh, get to it. Right? I want that for lunch. Can you make it this morning? Because I want it for lunch today. (laughs) 
Hello and welcome. My name is Joshua. And I'm Grayson. And together we host Epic Podcast, Emergency Preparedness in Canada. On the show, we explore disasters and their management from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Whether it's our history. Most people in Halifax don't know what the cargo is. And then whammo, vessel explodes. Our society. So we can't really address disasters without looking at who has the decision-making power. Or our hazards. It's virtually impossible for us to provide any advance warning for a landscape tornado. We've got something for everyone because when it comes down to it, disasters are everyone's business. Visit our website at epicpodcast.ca, follow us on Twitter at epic underscore underscore podcast, or subscribe to the Emergency Preparedness in Canada podcast on your favorite app. All this and more on the next episode of Epic Podcast, current, relevant, Canadian. So let's talk about the simple recipe. Simple Sarah. <laughs> simple Sarah. That Well, it doesn't really apply, but... No, it doesn't actually sound very nice. No. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> Sarah the simpleton. No. <laughs> simple Sarah made a simple recipe. Sarah's Was simple, it simple recipe. Let's find out. So let's find out. Roti John. First Roti John that I made was the traditional Roti John, but then I did something a little different at the end to dip it in with. So it was really simple. I told you it was going to uh-huh. be simple. I went to TNT and I bought banh mi baguette. Do you guys know the Vietnamese, they call Vietnamese sandwiches or mm-hmm. what do they call mm-hmm. Vietnamese? Sub. Vietnamese subs. Mm-hmm. I bought that sort of baguette because I thought that would be perfect for this recipe because it's not too crusty and hard. Mm-hmm. A French baguette would have been too crispy. I think it would have been too crunchy, right? It would be hard to eat and kind of messy. So Mm -hmm. I went and got those banh mi baguettes. If you don't want to go to TNT and get those baguettes, you can find smaller sort of baguette-ish, French, Mm -hmm. British kind of subs at Safeway and Superstore and at your regular stores. So I would Mm -hmm. say, you know, let it just be a little softer in the banh mi uh, case. It was very airy inside. So I really enjoyed that texture. You can also sometimes get partially baked baguette where you just throw it in your oven for the last like 15 minutes or something. And then they... And then you can kind of control the crisp and right. And so where do where do you get those things? I used to just get them at co-op. Okay. So oh. I don't know if Safeway or Superstore have an equivalent. I haven't really looked for them. You know. Oh, okay. And would they be in the bakery or would they be in a frozen section? Isn't that a good question? There's usually a little frozen case near the bakery. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure at Superstore there's one and they have like baguettes and all kinds of things. And I've never really stopped to look at those, yeah, but I have partially baked and then frozen so that oh. you can take them home and make it seem like I baked this bread when you only just yeah. tossed it in your oven for 15 minutes and didn't Genius. think about anything else. So I love that's another that way to do it. So because then you could do it less yeah. crispy on yeah. the outside. Mm-hmm. You can control the crisp. Control okay. it. Control freaks want to control the crisp of their bread. Perfect for people like me. Pick your bread the way you like to eat the bread, right? It just has to be baguette-ish. Baguette-ish. <laughs> That's a word. And then uh, go get your ground or minced ground meat. 
that you right. want to add to it. You're not adding a lot into this egg mixture. So just, you know, keep that in mind. It's a lot like what Heather made with the Vietnamese pancakes. There wasn't a lot of filling going into it because mm -hmm. what you want it to be mainly is the omelet, the egg. Right. Yeah. Right. And with the minced or the ground lamb, in my case, I added salt, pepper, coriander powder, and turmeric. And very little of everything, right? Because it was very little mm. meat that I was cooking mm -hmm. up. And I cooked that up with sliced onions. And so that was one of my, one of the things that was going to go into the egg. I did dice up some tomatoes mm -hmm. and I had sliced up some green chilies as well. I tried to take some seeds out so it wouldn't be too spicy. No, it was not. Nah, it was all good. And then um, I put all of that into the egg mixture and basically threw that on the griddle, put the baguette on top. That was it. I, I really fried it up over high heat because okay. I really wanted that kind of like, a, like I wanted it to be crispy right on both sides. Mm -hmm. And then when I turned it over, I put some butter on the pan and then I fried up the non egg side of the baguette, I guess. And I took a spatula and I kind of pressed it into the griddle so that it would have an extra crisp into it. Mm -hmm. I gave it to you guys without doing the second side. And I knew that by the time it came to you, it wouldn't be crispy enough. So uh, that was something that I asked you guys to do on your end. But if you And did you put like a ketchup in there? There was like yes. a red. Okay, was it something. ketchup or was it chili or something? What was it? So that so you have the baguette now, and you've got the egg on top of the baguette, right? The omelet. Paul had mentioned that there was a traditional kind of sauce that went on it, which was half what we call in Singapore as chili sauce, but in Canada it's sweet Thai chili sauce, mm -hmm. and you yeah. can find this okay. everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I did half chili sauce, half ketchup. Ah. And I mixed it up, I and then that. I that sort of good. put that over. Between us, we got it, Aaron. You, you said go. ketchup, and yeah. I said chili. <laughs> Yet again, just it just takes the brain. two brains to <laughs> combine to get the final. That's right. <laughs> and then I just wanted to do a little extra because this was simple so why keep it simple oh see she's admitting she couldn't keep <laughs> it simple actually yeah. i have a simple version of what i did <laughs> i had a bone marrow i have a whole bunch of bone marrow in my freezer because i cannot live without those and what i did was i took garlic ginger tomatoes onions uh, curry leaves and green chili and i fried it up and i ground it into a curry paste I made a, what I would call like a curry au jus, some sort of dip that you mm -hmm. could dip the baguette into. And so when I was doing this, I suddenly went, ah, I could have kicked myself for not just going to the store and buying a curry paste mm. right off the shelves, depending on what you like. Mm -hmm. It even could be a Thai, like a red Thai curry paste. And just making it the simple way, right? Frying it up and then just adding some water, letting that simmer. I added some coconut milk at the end just to give it a different kind of flavor. And then I gave that to you with the lamb roti john for you to dip into. So let's talk about that one first. What did you think? Okay, it's confession time. I told okay. Sarah this already, but <laughs> it's kitchen confessional over here. Mm. Hey, you know what? We should do that. We should invite anybody listening email us at three kitchens podcast at gmail.com and 
and confess your kitchen sins and we will give you your penance and absolve you. Okay. <laughs> you have been forgiven. <laughs> yes. I'm not joking. Do it. It would be fun. We'll read it out. Okay. So my, my confession is that I didn't have, I had my phone charging in another room and I was doing stuff and I went to eat my roti john and I didn't see Sarah's instructions about frying it the one side. So I just ate it as it was. And I can, oh. can confirm it was not crispy, but <laughs> it was damn delicious. So I did not care that there it wasn't go. crispy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, mm-hmm. I did pay attention to Sarah's instructions, <laughs> although I had no time to cook up the food or do anything That's when you good. dropped it off. So right. I wrapped up the bag as tight as I can and just shoved it in the fridge and was like, God, I hope whatever's in there <laughs> survives the Keeps, yeah. <laughs> good tomorrow. So the next day I came home, starved. Oh, yes. Sarah's Rody Johns. One of the best perks of this job. I love, I love, I told you in the last episode, just meet me and make me lunch. Well, it was exactly like that. It's like, I got out my cast iron pan because I wanted Mm -hmm. it to get nice and hot and crispy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I put in a very generous serving of butter. That's that's my girl. Yep. (laughs) I'm learning. I'm learning. And fried up both sides. And I did so because it had sat in the fridge, I also fried up the side that the right. egg was on. So I just kind of okay. took it apart. And I was like, is there even lamb in here? Because there was, yeah. so, was so little of lamb, I was expecting yeah. more lamb, but that's okay. Right. And so fried up both sides, put it mm-hmm. together. Delicious. Yeah, it, yeah, was it was good. So yummy. I have to confess, I, I didn't really think that the Anjou sauce added much. Okay. So I, I had some of it with and some of it without. And I was like, I don't know, which I yeah. feel bad now because you went and made <laughs> that effort to make your oh, curry paste. She made paste. the curry paste, Erin. I know. <laughs> so oh, it was... I really enjoyed it. I like dipping a sandwich. I like dipping. See, I think it just, that's, it's about personal taste, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. There you go. So that was the the traditional roti john. So I passed. Delicious. Simple. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, simple. Yeah, for sure. And uh, if you want to make that oju sauce, just go to the store, get the piece. The second one I decided to do was suggested by Paul, and it was a crab version. So I went and I got cans of crab, easy to get. And what I did when I take, took the crab out, I put it into a bowl. I drained it. I made sure that all the juices were squeezed out. And then I put a little bit of lemon on it, again, because... For me, seafood should not smell like seafood. <laughs> I'm just particular See the with food, that. food not smell it? <laughs> yeah. And then it was the same thing, except in this case, I did not fry up any onions. So I took that crab, I put it into the egg mixture, I put in uh, raw onions, and then diced up tomatoes and the green chilies and salt and pepper, and I just fried it up that way. I just thought maybe the rawness of the onions would sort of cut well with the crab. It was just my take on it. Again, you can do whatever you want. This is like, right? It's a canvas. Your baguette mm-hmm. is a canvas. Mm-hmm. Blank canvas. And then I had some mayo. I put some salt into the mayo. I had um, maybe a quarter teaspoon of curry powder. Not a bag. A quarter, not half bag, a quarter teaspoon of curry powder in it uh, with some dill and some lemon. And Mm. that was the dip or the sauce for the crab uh, roti john. 
And yeah. also another difference with this roti, John, was instead of doing lengthwise, mm -hmm. I went crosswise. Does that make sense? Yeah, Cut slices the baguette. of baguettes mm -hmm. into yes, little slices, like sort of round yeah, circle disc. of bread. Right. I fried up the one side with the egg, and then on the other side, you put butter down and you fry up the the other side as well with the butter right and you can yeah. do garlic butter in this case i think that would have gone really well now that i think back on it mm -hmm. i think a nice flavored butter would be delicious crying tiger butter crying tiger butter oh yes. put that shit on <laughs> yes. everything yes Anyway, I was going to say your discs that you made with the crab. Mm -hmm. So after I finished the first one, I couldn't eat more. So I saved those. I was like, oh, this fried up really good and easy. I'll save mm -hmm. these for an after school snack because my son always likes when Sarah cooks food and delivers it <laughs> to our house. And so when he came home, I was like, well, guess what? I have food from Sarah for us to have. And he was like, yes. So unfortunately, upon like he ate one, but just as he finished it and he loved it, he bit into a chili seed so oh, and he was like he was like this is like an extra hot crunchy thing I was like uh-oh you got a seed and he's like oh <laughs> but he loved it he really okay. enjoyed it and that mayonnaise at first I ate two of those little slices without the mayonnaise and then I was like mm -hmm. oh my god there's mayonnaise and I like yeah. charged back to the fridge and slathered it on there in the most disgusting way possible <laughs> way too much mayonnaise per bite but so impossible freaking good <laughs> i was dipping my french fries i have never dipped french fries in mayonnaise before mm, it was delicious oh i love french fries and mayo That's, i love it i like it if it's flavored mayo these are also delicious without having fried it up as i can <laughs> tell you and one of one of my kids i had one piece and then one of my kids finished off the rest because he was like this is like so good yeah and the other one didn't he doesn't like eggs so he wasn't willing to well right. he did taste it he took a bite but then he was like no it's too much egg for me yeah I like how resilient it was to being stuffed in the fridge I kind of forgot what I was getting and I was just kind of so flustered that I was like uh and then I saw there were instructions with it and I was like nope yeah. <laughs> my brain just kind of popped so I just popped it. I know but you know what right up in a pan tough stuff yeah but it wasn't yeah. detailed and like <laughs> difficult yeah. <laughs> it was oh my god so I just I received it and was like great thanks and was like oh there's instructions I can't do this so yeah. I shoved it in the fridge and then when I took it out I was like oh bread never does well in the fridge damn it I hope I didn't ruin this because sometimes bread gets soggy or it can get dried out and stale man butter fry it was like it was brand new again I, you could make that <laughs> ahead of time fry it mm -hmm. up and it's like you instantly made this amazing thing i think i'm gonna try and experiment something with the focaccia and this because yeah. i still remember paul saying yeah, that was another was great focaccia. suggestion yeah, yeah. Mm, that would be good and i love the tomatoes in there yeah mm -hmm. i really loved the little pop of every once in a while like even my son noticed that He's freshness like, oh, there's a yeah. little yeah. piece of tomato in here mom have you tasted that yet and i was like oh so good <laughs> i didn't get a i didn't get a strong crab flavor okay it's probably because i put that lemon in it as well and so. i was kind of hoping for that because i love crab i don't think you need to alter the flavor of crab okay. at all okay. <laughs> ever <laughs> just <laughs> eat it as it is so good yeah. and the lamb i don't like uh, uh, to me it was there were so there were so many different flavors and things in there that that all went together so well 
mm-hmm. that you you wouldn't be picking out that this is lamb or this is some other right. kind of meat or like mm-hmm. it just all go like it just all works together yeah so good this takes no time at all nothing this is the again another snack or a quick dinner yeah it's like making eggs it's like the quick thing you do when you got yeah no time yeah. Exactly. Just throwing in a little extra stuff. This is perfect. Awesome. And anything out of your fridge. It doesn't have to yeah. be lamb and it doesn't have to be crab. Go make it. Some roti johns from Singapore. Yay. Singapore recipe. Thank you again to Paul. That yeah. was really yes. awesome to have him. Thank on. you so much, Paul, for that. That was uh, fantastic. And it was a great conversation with you. Fun canvas to play and explore on. I really mm-hmm. liked it. Totally. And now for the fine print. We at Three Kitchens gratefully acknowledge we are telling these stories in the traditional territories of the Treaty 7 Nations in Southern Alberta and the Métis Nation of Alberta, Region 3. We honor the rich tradition of oral storytellers on this land who have come before us. You can find pictures and recipe links on Instagram and Facebook at Three Kitchens Podcast. If you like and subscribe on your podcast player, that helps more people find us. Hey John, pass the roti. My name's not John. Whatever. Pass the voting, John.